Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We're on the My Talk app. We're on the old fashioned radio. And if you listen to us on the app or online, get registered with listener rewards this month. You can win $500 from AARP or a year's worth of Royal Canaan Cat Food thanks to Minnesota Animal Health Foundation. Get registered at MyTalk1071.com. We also have a giveaway this hour to Fandango Summer presented by Forest to Fork at Kagan Case. So stay tuned. Don't know when it's going to happen. Could be any time. Could be any time, people. Okay, so um, yesterday I just told you a little bit about reading that Andre Leon Talley book, Chiffon Trenches. Yes. But uh, one of the thing, one of the stories I meant to just um, share with you um, was Andre is really close with Naomi Campbell. Because basically, oh. she started modeling okay. as he was in the business, and there weren't a lot of black people. Okay. Right. And um, Naomi was a young model, 15, 16, or something. So mm-hmm. they've known each other for years. Okay. And she loves and adores him, and he feels the same way about her. But one of the things that is just a. Naomi Campbell thing that I just love knowing is that, first of all, she was basically like the daughter of Azadine Alaya, which if I could ever own one vintage dress, it's an, Holly, I know you feel the same way. It's we, an Alaya. It, we, it's, you, you have to have a little bit of maybe not height, but because it would be proportion, but these are beautiful dresses if you right. ever. Yeah. Just Google. So she was like a goddaughter to him. All the fashion designs. She was the first black model, you know, to cover Vogue. And uh, Carl Lager, she has an interesting career. Like we were talking a couple days ago about Sharon Stone being made, offered yes. $2 million for her memoir. And yes. Naomi Campbell would be offered maybe $4 million because she has... The intersection of music, fashion, oligarchs, Hollywood, politicians, politicians. Yeah. I mean, it's she's really had an amazing life, and she's yeah. only fifty. Wow, you know, and she's so gorgeous, so gorgeous. Oh, so yeah. supposedly, she keeps a separate apartment for her fashion archives because literally every designer loved working with her, loved dressing her, and just gave her 
And she can keep the temperature controlled, the humidity controlled in the area because it's not like having a storage unit. Yeah, and she probably has to keep, I mean, it's we're talking YSL and we're talking yep. Lagerfeld and Chanel and everything, blah, 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 blah. But one of the things that she's known to do is that, um, is that she keeps photos of friends. And so any famous person that she's friends with, she will always post a photo that looks like it's, Oh, where were they? I mean, it's a very personal photo, and I wonder who archives and keeps that for her. So, like, sure. a couple of days ago, it was Dave Chappelle, and they're, like, oh, reclining, you know, like, kind of on a bed, and it looks like some kind of a, you know... Cabin. Cabin. In the background. It's yeah, very... Cottage-y. Not at all, right. not a Where event. was this intimate moment? Well, she doesn't say, but, I mean, it's just very personal and it she doesn't show things like from a red carpet or a party got it so i'm just curious is it the same person who curates her closet that curates Mm. her photo collection that she's able to do i wouldn't be surprised if she had at least somebody part-time doing archival work for her yeah some kind of assistant doing that because it would be amazing it's amazing if you follow her on twitter instagram i mean she really is somebody that's you know her life is something. Well, we were just looking at, you were just showing me a photo of a video of Donny Osmond singing These Boots Were Made for Walking with... Nancy Sinatra. I don't know if they were singing oh, it together, but, but they the were... the dress she had on. Oh. I mean, some of these beautiful vintage dresses would just be so lovely. I mean, just her pieces from Alexander McQueen and, and Versace loved her. Right. And these models, you just take, you give, right. get, you take well, anything like, you want. I feel like Dorit is a Versace, you know, heir right now. I mean, she's just getting so much stuff from the house of Versace. Right. That it's so fun seeing all these fun designer clothes. On and she's Hills, on the yeah. Beverly Hills. I mean, she really... She has clothes. Hands down the best dressed housewife. Beyond. And it's so fun to watch that. And I think that's why Erica has a sour face and she's overly rouged on that one um, shot that she does from the library yeah, the with the kimono hair. In her hair, yeah. She's quite annoyed that Dorit has, has taken her, her title. But, you know, Dorit is... 20 years younger. No. 10? They're the same age. No. Wow. This is why okay. when you're with a man who's 35 years older, you will just look older <laughs> by osmosis. That's a theory that you can take. I mean, maybe she might be five years older. That's it. But she seems serious. But Dorit is also slender. Dorit? Has, she has a, what you call a... Just a waif. No, but what do you call a, the, the model size? Sample, Sample size. size. Yeah. And, oh. And, you know... Uh, Erica is, you know, she's a sick. She's a, like a regular woman yeah. in Hollywood, but on the bigger side. Yeah. You're definitely not sample size if you're a six. This is true. Yeah. Or an eight or whatever right. it is. But anyway, I just kind of love that about Naomi Campbell. So if you're not following her on All Twitter, right. just notice that her birthday greetings to her famous friends are always very personal. I mean, to me, she, with Dave Chappelle, it looks like she's in her pajamas. And they're at a cabin. Maybe they were. Maybe, Maybe they went out for a while. How do we know? Who can say? Who can say? Um, okay, so the uh, 
Holly, we had a two-trailer poster yesterday. You did two trailers, and today we got two movies. Yeah. Hollywood wants us to pay attention. Movies are coming. They And you better go back in the droves. In the droves. In yes. the droves. Okay, the droves. So, so the first trailer that we're going to talk about is Millie Bobby Brown and Sherlock Holmes, as Sherlock Holmes' teenage sister, and she's a detective, and it's called Enola Holmes, and Henry Cavill plays her older brother, Sherlock. It looks good. It looks When does that come out? So this is based, it comes out this, um, it's on Netflix on the 23rd of September. Okay. So it wasn't, I guess, ever, I I don't know if it was going to be in the, in the movie theater because it's based on a series of books that reimagines Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's world by putting Sherlock's younger sister at the heart of the series. And, Sherlock Holmes's, or not Sherlock Holmes, Conan Doyle's family, you know, the guy who wrote Sherlock, yep. they are suing Netflix and and the author and Penguin Random House book because of how Sherlock is portrayed in this book series oh, and in the kidding. movie. You're hmm. kidding. So... Be interesting to see what grounds they stand on. I can't speak, but I would think that Sherlock Holmes stories would be in the public domain. It is. The court rulings go back to 2010, yeah. said that the Sherlock Holmes stories are in the public do- domain. So the author had the right to borrow from them without running afoul of right, the copyright right. laws. And there are 10 uh, stories in that woman's book, and they're all protected by copyright. But the estate is suing. Because they allege that Enola Holmes is lifted some stuff from, you know, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's stuff. It's kind oh. of, but the Netflix is going to run with the movie anyway. Yeah, it's going. So anyway, I kind of thought that this it looked good. It totally looked good. So it's posted on the Lori and Julia show page and mm-hmm. Henry Cavell, you know. Mm. So not cute. hard to look at. Not, not hard, hard to, to look, look at, at the old Superman himself. And I don't know if they think he's too nice. That hmm. Sherlock Holmes is portrayed as too nice or something. What else that they? What all the? Yeah, he's basically too kind. Okay, that's weird. And that's not yeah. how he's portrayed. Okay. In, anyway, good luck with that, you guys. And then the other one, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Good. With, <laughs> good luck with that. There's other things to focus on right now. We've got, uh, you know, l- love, lust, and uh, lesbian uh, yearning and healing in a movie called Ammonite. How do you spell Am I it? saying that right, Holly? Uh, yes, go with it. Um, I can't, I can't okay. confirm, but I that looks. That's how I would say. So this it. one, the Sundance film, uh, it, early in the circuit of this year, this movie was making the buzz, and I remember maybe we talked about it. We were like, oh, you know, Kate Winslet is going to be right. this woman who basically retrieves ammonite is rocks with fossils in it. Okay, so already, and it's a period piece, and it opens with violins, so it doesn't have the sparkle that Enola Holmes had for me. I was just like, oh boy, this could be, and and Saoirse Ronan is in it, and Kate Winslet plays this woman who's the solitary life by the sea, and she, 
gets the fossil etchings or whatever she's doing with the ammonite rocks or whatever they are. And, and this, she finds a sparkly young gal. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, hands are being locked, lips are locking and looking at each other. And of course, it's a repressed time. The patriarchy is really in, in full force in the 18th century. So I don't know. It's... Uh, it, yeah, I award was, season fodder. I the performances are probably going to be amazing in this movie, but yeah. it's not you know it's a, a light hearted romp to say the least. It's weird to see though Saoirse Ronan it, looking like a young Kate Winslet, like she's very much taking over the mantle of the roles that Kate Winslet would always have. Interesting. So and Kate mm-hmm. is being very plain, and it's Saoirse that's shining in it, and. I mean, maybe it's going to just be a beautiful thing, and hopefully, there's going to be some lusty. Well, we saw it. It seemed like there. Was I mean, I hope we see on. flashes and more. You know, I don't care. You know, I really, I really miss seeing more, more sex. Okay, you, know. you guys. <laughs> okay, miss so you guys. I miss it. I know it, but I'm telling you, if you go to Netflix right now, I swear. Um, if you liked White Lines, the, this, yeah, you know, they, the recommendations. They, there's so many recommendations about all these Spanish and all these other, there's these soap opera Ellas or Sobellas yeah. or whatever they're going to be called. Telenovelas. Those. Yeah. I like a Sobella. Sobella. Um, but they're all sexy and they're yes, all around, surrounded around like the male stripper that went away to jail, right. but he's from the rich family. I mean, there's a lot of steamy, <laughs> sexy things on Netflix right now. Yes, I know that. I know that. I mean, they're getting, they're upping their international skin game, game, as it were. And there's a new documentary on HBO, I think, In Your Skin or something. It's sort of, or in something, it's about sex and nudity and skin on on film. And they've just got, it's some kind of a documentary um, that I think just started maybe on HBO. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. But if you're... If you want to get some ideas, all right. If you uh, want some other things, take some you could notes. Watch. Like I was very happy. I, wa- I you know we got to go, but I watched Shampoo with Casey. He'd never seen it before. Oh. The Ron Peters one from the seventies with Warren Beatty yeah. and Julie Christie. And Julie Christie was so beautiful. Oh, wasn't that, she? You know, she was so hot. They do, they had liberties in the seventies. They that, did have liberties you know, with language yes. that you don't have anymore, and with bras sex. and sex. It was way more sexy. Kind of. Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. All right, Holly. Hi, guys. Long time no talk. Mm-hmm. Let's start out this Dirt Alert update with breaking Britney Spears conservatorship news. We talked a bit about this at the top of last hour, but in case you missed it, Jamie Lynn Spears is set to play a bigger role in Britney Spears' conservatorship. She's 29 years old, Jamie Lynn Spears, and she has been named a trustee of Britney's SJB Revocable Trust, which was initially set back in 2004. That's four years before the conservatorship went into place. This was all to protect Britney and her kids' finances in case something happened to Britney Spears. Now, Jamie Lynn has reportedly requested that the court authorize Fidelity Financial Management to serve as a financial advisor and create blocked accounts to hold Britney Spears' assets. So this is going to be used, again, like I said, in case uh, something happens to Britney. And so Jamie Lynn can look after Britney's kids, Sean and Jaden Federline. They are still my. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the 
conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And so this is a pretty big step, I would say. Moving forward, having somebody besides Jamie Spears be responsible yeah, for some of the finances. That would make sense to have her sister exactly yeah, right. uh, watch your back and help yeah. her out. That just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Uh, are you guys fans of Aaliyah, the late singer? Yeah. She passed away 19 years ago. Well, I know. I saw that today. Yeah. Well, I didn't even really... She was flying to the Bahamas, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were shooting a music video, Rock the Boat, and they loaded the plane up. Too much. It was too heavy to fly, and the plane crashed. Aaliyah passed away uh, just at the age of 22. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was on the precipice of becoming a major star. Yeah. And after she was done wrong by, I mean, she married R. Kelly when she was 15. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I forgot about that. I don't even know what, how, or I feel, you know, that just right there is heartbreaking. And we didn't get to talk about, well, because at the time we weren't talking about those kinds of things. We didn't have access to the language. So she'd been a failed uh, way before that, way before that plane crash. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was one of the just like, when you watch that surviving R. Kelly, you're like, a whole industry covered up for him. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah. And a 15-year-old girl. Wow. Uh, yes. Well, the, uh, the Aaliyah estate today making an announcement. Now, Aaliyah is one of the big music acts that we don't have on any streaming services. If you, you know, when you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, she's mm-hmm. not on Spotify. She's not on Apple Music. Well, her estate announced today that they've been talking to record labels about the status of Aaliyah's music catalog, as well as its availability, availability on stream platforms in the near future. So... We'll be able to have access to that because I was even looking on YouTube at one point for an Aaliyah music video because there was a song I wanted to listen to and I really liked the music video for it. Couldn't why find wouldn't her family anywhere. be? Maybe they haven't thought about it before now, oh. or maybe I don't know. That just seems like that's so right? strange but, to me. But maybe they haven't. Well, people always think there of, wasn't streaming. These services weren't available when she passed. Well, I know, but people, the one legacy that you have is your, is your catalog, is yeah. your catalog, your music. Yeah. Well, it seems like some of the messiness came from the fact that when Aaliyah passed away, three of her albums were on a defunct, now defunct uh, record label. Oh. And that uh, one of these guys was R. Kelly's manager for the first 10 years of her career oh. and was also Aaliyah's uncle. That is so awful mm-hmm. yeah and her album each of her album was distributed by a different label so one of them was on r kelly's former label oh my gosh. one of them was distributed by atlantic and then another one was distributed by virgin which is now owned by universal so, her- so she's even getting screwed in death yeah 
She's been done wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joy, I just can't take it. <laughs> okay, what? Okay. Ooh, fan off. So hopefully the good news is, is that Aaliyah's estate is working it out with all of these record labels. And get away from R. Yeah. Kelly so he can't make a nickel. Yeah. So he can't make anything because I don't know the way that these deals are signed in the background, but it would seem to be that... Her uncle, R. Kelly's former manager, was still making money off of Aaliyah's records. Yeah. Boy. Boy. Well, hopefully we'll be able to hear new Aaliyah music soon. You guys, Jennifer Garner is crying on Instagram. Why? She is so upset because she finally finished watching the series The Office with her kids. Oh, that was it. <laughs> that, that was it. That was it. It was kind of cute, though. Yeah. And her, she did, They watched one episode of the office every day since the pandemic started just one yeah it was just a little family thing that they did so that's yeah. cute she's mm-hmm. so cute she is she's just sobbing she's just cute it's in her dunder mifflin shirt mm-hmm. oh so if jennifer you saw jennifer that Garner was a Jenny. funny funny show yes some people didn't like that show i thought it was super funny i wondered how it holds up when yeah. you look back on it that's an interesting question. I, you know, I haven't dipped back into it because I watched The Office a lot when it first came out. It was super popular. I mean, obviously, it was a right. phenomenon when it came out. But now the whole thing with The Office is that the kids like it. Right. Middle schoolers love The Office now. Mm-hmm. My kids loved it back in the day, but that's years ago. They did. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's. It, I'm sure it probably still stands up. I bet there are moments where you're watching it and you kind of go. Mm-hmm. But that's to be natural. Something that we're going to post up on our website tomorrow at mytalk1071.com. Uh, when it happens, a conversation between Meghan Markle and Gloria Steinem. So Ooh. they Ooh. sat down for a historic backyard chat to talk about representation, why each vote matters, and how all women are linked, not ranked. So that's according to the preview shared by Makers Women's Instagram page. It's a black and white photo of Meghan Markle, Gloria Steinem, and some dogs hanging out in the backyard. Looks like they're having an amazing chat. The British tabloid press and opinion, they're going to lose their mind. Oh, Lord, she's so going to be funny. talking. This, But she's not a working royal anymore. No, she can right. make her opinion. You're right. But they are going to, and just so you know, the only way she can't be called the Duchess of Sussex is if Harry wasn't Prince Harry anymore. And that's never going to happen. So they're just going to have to deal with their first royal with an opinion. All right, there you Aww. go. And she's American, so it just seems well, even it's, more it's right. Even, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're going to lose their mind, though. I can't wait. <laughs> well, we're going to be able to watch it hopefully uh, tomorrow, and we'll okay. be able to post some of the excerpts right, there. Cool. At the very least, we'll post the photograph of Megan and Gloria Steinem having the conversation oh, in the that's backyard. Amazing! I love both those ladies. Yes. So it, it will be pretty cool. And circling back to this Halle Berry story, you know, we were talking about it, but in case you missed it, Halle Berry wants to represent herself in her divorce case with Olivier Martinez. They're not divorced. They filed for divorce almost five years ago. Oh. Good luck to Halle Berry because Olivier's representation is Hollywood divorce attorney Laura Wasser. Yeah, like, I do not know what she's thinking. I don't either. I decided she doesn't have money. All right. That's what I'm deciding because she's paying that first guy... Gabrielle, uh, the model from Canada, fifteen thousand. Na- Nala, their daughter yeah. that they share, she pays him a lot of money. I'm thinking it's just a money thing. Oh well, they have a child together. They're still not divorced, and he he's let, just this... doing this to screw with him because she's not going to know any of the 
legalities of having somebody who lives in another country in custody. Yeah, you can't that. be a but lawyer by trying watching. to get divorced for four or five years, haven't but they? But have they really? <sighs> have they really been trying to? Right. Lori, that's the truth. I have no <laughs> idea. No idea. Oh, well, we wish her the best. We do. When oh. we come back, we're giving away. Why don't we just do it when we come back? Love that song. Oh, so good. I can't believe Adele rolling in the deep is old enough to be a flashback song. Yeah. Ten years? Not quite. Not quite. Almost. Wow. I know it. Okay. Um, so here is the study I've done. Julia, I really, you pointed it out um, a couple weeks ago in random, but the study says uh, guys, shorts with a five and a half, inch inseam will make you instantly hotter oh yeah totally to other guys mm-hmm. and, to- and to other ladies mm-hmm. so because we did suffer through a good 15 oh, years of, of the basketball shorts that go the seven and nine inch inseam well, they go down below the knee they're gross looking well, you saw my son the other day he's like yeah i like having my knees um get air because it's not as hot well, that my kid wears and the shorter shorts. The study points back to the turn of the shorts being above the knee, the five point five mm-hmm. inch inseam. And Casey is always like this because he's not typically a tall guy. Typically, wait a second. Okay, okay. <laughs> wait, he's not considered tall. Yes, to me, he's got long legs, yes. and he feels tall because he's got a nice wide wide shoulders. But if he were to wear, like he would, he looks like a he looks shorter, like he's wearing a capri, yeah, a man, man capri. If he's wearing a regular, so he's shirt. always like I've, the always, shirts. I've yeah. always like appreciated that we've got that. Not like he wore like in the seventies. God bless those. You know, those were just the barely... OPs, the Ocean Pacific corduroy shorts that with the pockets that yeah. were so short. short. They were so They're short, seventies, eighties, that you could see your religion, and it Everything. was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Everything, <laughs> but anyway, so here where the study says that where the shorts were, guys, where the corner was made, and we got away from the baggy cargo shorts, and all of a sudden, men were appreciating the sleek, sleek look. It was we can lay it, blame it, or thank Army Hammer for his uh, uh, shorts that he wore in 2017's "Call Me by Your Name." Oh, for oh that little Italian, yes, uh, love, yes, and uh, that movie, ver- yeah, okay, okay, and that's where they're saying in this study that it uh, it it proved to be irresistible, and then they did. All these before and after in the study showing the same guy with a pair of shorts on that come to right to the knee or right the you know above the knee mm-hmm. universally hotter. I if think it's showing yeah. the knee more leg. We, remember, we missed the knee on, in tennis. I hated how long because I would think of the Jimmy Carter oh. short, Bjornborg short, oh, cotton where shorts. You can see the the thigh yes. ripple. There's the nothing hair like a man leg or a gal leg. I mean, you want the shorter shorts. Yeah, I agree. And they've come back in seriously. The skinny jeans on the kids, and then the short shorts. Yeah. They're all. That's all. They're good. all. The, that's all they wear. Okay, here is good news for the loners, the introvert introverts of the world. Okay, you, according to this study, and it was published in um, 
PLOS Biology. Oh. It's a very important journal. Uh Uh-huh, I'm sure. Okay, Julia. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but what they, you know, because we are all, there is, uh, you know, some people who say they're loners or introverts, this hasn't been that hard of a time for them. Oh, yes. Because this is their world anyway. Yes. So, And the the kids, the high school kids, you know, this is a great, they like learning from home. They like not being in a class. So this study is from Princeton University. Okay. And they found that being different from the pack isn't a bad thing. And they said uh, there are many examples of loners in the natural world um, where... Being it serves as sort of nature's insurance by having people that act as loners. I'll give you okay, examples. I, that's a very hard. Okay. I, that was a big leap. Wildebeests that don't migrate with their herds, locusts that get away from the swarm, and bamboo that flowers before or after the rest of the crop. The loners of the nature world. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is the present gone, Holly? <laughs> yes, the, right the away. What's gone? Is the keg and case? The keg and oh, case present oh, gone? Yeah, the pre- Julie from uh, Julie from St. Paul got that one well, right away. To yes. Julie. All right, because I'm just trying to figure out. Did you read the end of this, Lori? I did. I'm your time. <laughs> I did. I, I thought I'd vamp for just a second because when we're talking about loners and then we're going to the bamboo that boom bloom after the other bamboos. Just that things are not perfectly synchronized and that loners have a place in everything, no matter whether it's flowers to people to animals, that loners are... There's always a place for them. Well, they serve as just the insurance that there is some yin yin to the yang. Wow, this is really (laughs) good news, and I don't know where you're ever going to be allowed to use... That, the, it's that too much. analogy. You could just talk about, did you, you know, are did you, you know, there, there's, it's a good thing we have loners and there's a place for them in all societies. All right, so the right. nature, then the nature. I'll move to a, a better study. Yeah, that that's has to more do easily with, explained. And, and means something. Well, Julia, I get taken away with my journalistic PLS, you know, biology thing, but there are a lot of words I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You should see me. And you can pronounce more than me. Here's a study mm-hmm. of, uh, um, this um, COVID-19, duh. no, here it is. <laughs> COVID-19 is leaving bucket lists in limbo with people of all ages. Oh, duh. Duh. In a bucket list usually means travel and adventure. So uh, two things that will travel to the bucket list places, if they're out of our country, it has, has been narrowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or mm-hmm. a, a life experience yeah. of seeing something, doing something, something like that. Something before, all right. Yeah, people are. Uh, yeah, people are freaking out about that. Um, the young people worry that health stuff will keep them from traveling, buying a house, earning a degree. Which just people are just like feeling like a lot of top life moments are at risk. And I was just like, we could have. Told the people who studied this phenomenon that, um, yes, the COVID-19 pandemic um, is cutting memorable moments and milestones milestones short. Yes. And that it's not 9 out of 10 is what is the surprising thing about this study. Okay. Because it's only 7 out of 10. All right. Well, there you go.
I don't know what that means, Lori. Well, I mean, just that only seven out of ten are worried about, you know, feel bad that these things are getting cut short. I thought it would have been nine out of ten. Oh, okay. If I had written... Come right. up with the study. You I would, would have, have given it a different. I would have given it more percent. You would have made a more dramatic outcome. Everybody is going nuts. No, I would not. Everybody's blue about this. I wouldn't have got a hundred percent because gosh. those loners that we just talked about that are keeping the balance. They are. Per, the they are not worried about losing memorable <laughs> moments or milestones. Thus, keeping the equilibrium. Look at how those two studies oh, came Lori, together. Look at how that all oh. works out. You're so good. I do like my ability to do that. I admire it even. I'll go so far to say that you could link those two together without even reading either of them. Just got a headline and um yep, this it, is that's an art, Lori. Yeah, that's an I'm, art. Mm-hmm. Oh, you. she's giving you the slow clap. But I'm impressed with it because I'm being serious cuz sometimes you know, it's a lot of reading some days. Julia, it isn't that. It's just that sometimes, you know, you don't get two or three journals delivered to your mailbox every day like I do. Archaeology, sociology, sexuology, biology. Did you just make one up? I did. Okay, thank you. All the allergies are coming in the third week of August. Well, that one is a book about sex and urology, sexurology. (laughs) So many things are connected there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It is the great connection. It is. Kind of it is. Uh, one doesn't all work. the action you coming from one source. Work. It does all. <laughs> and that is the study of death. All right, listen. We got to go. We'll be right back. Demi Lovato, I love me. Okay, I've got, I've got a, uh, a story to tell you based on the, you know, Holly posted Bradley Cooper is, he's the movie he's in in L.A. is one of the first movies to be filmed back yes, in L.A. Yes, yes, With COVID and it's a Paul Anderson and there's photos of him looking very 70s with the hair, the Lori outfit. doesn't like it. I like it. Okay, guess what? What? The outfit that he is wearing. Your husband, my brother, wore to my mom's second wedding. Did he wear this terrible white outfit? It wasn't in Mexico, it was here. But yes, he brought back that shirt with that Mexican tone on tone stuff with the yeah. deep V, he I have a picture of him. Yes, in this. this is seventies. It is very seventies. Uh-huh. He's got the linen pants. He's got a kind of a scalloped silver necklace. Well, page six says they've got a photo of John Peters, the hairdresser, who's the inspiration for a shampoo. Who Which dated we were just talking about before. Barbara Streisand. There's a photo of John Peters with Barbara Streisand in his lap, and Bradley Cooper is wearing an exact replica of that outfit that outfit was what the guys wore in the 70s but julia maybe the movie is about hairspray. john peters not hairspray I mean, shampoo shampoo follow me i'm getting it yeah oh so because we don't know what it is it's it's about a high school student who's an actor and the only person we've seen on the set is bradley cooper hmm. looking you know in a hippie-ish necklace and it's uh, it's the exact same hairstyle, beard, and outfit. Do you see it, Holly? Mm-hmm. I like this theory. Yeah, because, of course, John Peters was a hairdresser turned mega producer. Shampoo is about him. It's called Nightmare Alley. Well, Soggy Bottom is what it's unofficially going by. It doesn't have a working title yet. Oh, you're right. It doesn't. It's just yeah. called Soggy Bottom, which is very, you know, probably a funny inside joke. 
But John Peters, then he produced his girlfriend, Barbara Streisand, in A Star mm-hmm. is Born. Then The Color Purple, Rain Man, Tango and Cash, Superman, Batman. He married uh, Pamela Anderson for 12 days. Yes, he did. Um, he had a credit on Cooper's um, Stars Born update, and he's on that dating website, supposedly looking for, you know, a honey. The, who doesn't what, mind. Is it the Dating 20? Yeah. It's, it's is it the new one you told us about yesterday? Yeah. 20 Dating? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's on uh, Sugar Daddy. <laughs> I know. The Sugar Daddy. <laughs> and, I mean, who knows how many people. Little Packer, that was another one you told us about yesterday, oh, the dating website. And John Peters inspired. He was the inspiration for a lot of straight guys to realize I can be a rock and I might not be in a band, but I can be a hairdresser and I can get a lot of women. You're so right. Mm -hmm. Like I can be a cool dude. You know, he was the guy and that was the movie and he's inspiration. And then look, he turned around and made a a lot of money being a producer. But is the movie about, you know, a fictionalized thing? I just can't believe this outfit is. Right down to the necklace. I feel like it very well could be because all like a lot of these Paul Thomas and Boogie Nights, That's Magnolia, true. all of these stories kind of weave together. He did the movie that was vaguely best based off of L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, so you're maybe right. it could be vaguely based yeah. on John Peters. It's right. totally not out of. I never saw that with Joaquin Phoenix, the master. master. I fell asleep during. Did I you? didn't see it either. And I, I love, Julian, I felt him. like we had just we knew too much about Scientology I, and we didn't even want to see wanna any see kind it. of a movie. Version nope. of L. Ron Hubbard and his nope, and I like and we liked Joaquin too much too yeah. to ruin our buzz for him. But Boogie Nights, I mean that is oh, well, great Nights movie, was the best, so good. Mm-hmm. I mean that movie was like how long ago was that movie? Like twenty something so years good. ago. And I don't even Paul, know. Paul Anderson, he's married to Maya Rudolph. Yep. Yeah, and they have four kids together. She's gonna <sighs> have a very busy SNL season playing Kamala. She got like an instant boost. I know she did. You know, she's so funny. She is so funny. She really is. She's got in her facial I expressions mean, and the way she moves. I mean, she just has her body's funny the way she uses it, you know, with humor with her like just so funny. She was on uh, Conan O'Brien has a podcast like everybody. Mm-hmm. Conan o- O'Brien needs a friend and Maya was on his podcast last week and you know, they just were having fun talking. I meant to share this story with you. And over the course of the conversation, Conan described Prince, because he probably did know that she's got her Prince cover band, yeah. Maya Rudolph. But he described Prince as the most perfect-looking human being he'd ever seen. And and then he ended up telling Maya, because she was just like, he really was, and he smelled so good. And right. they just were going on and on. And then... He shared a story with Maya, and she thought it was maybe the best print story uh, she'd ever heard. And Conan was hosting a charity event where Stevie Wonder was closing the show. And there was a rumor that Prince might show up and play with Stevie Wonder. So Conan's like, I'm backstage, and Stevie Wonder's on stage, and he's playing. I'm suddenly aware, like, there's somebody right by me. And I turn to my left, and there's Prince, and he's air drumming along to the music, and it's the best air drumming I've ever seen. It's better than what the real drummer was doing out on stage yes, with Stevie Wonder. Yes. It's fantastic. And then he sees me and, I, and he said, hey. And I said, hey, hey, how are you? And he's like, good. And he's still air drumming, not missing a beat. And then I said, uh, so there's a rumor you're going to go out and play with Stevie Wonder. 
And Prince keeps air drumming and says, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just here to watch. And I said, Conan's like, oh, so you're not going to play? And he says, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to play. And Conan's like, okay. And then Stevie Wonder starts to play Superstition. Conan turns to Prince and said, yeah, people said you were going to go out and play. And Prince looked at Conan again and said, no, really, I'm not going out. And as he said, I'm not going out, his tech put a perfect Paisley guitar around his neck. It was all mic'd up. He looked at me and said, I got to go. And that's when Prince walked out and started playing Superstition along with Stevie Wonder. Okay, that's... And I'm like, you bleeper, Conan O'Brien. That's a good story. He, Yeah, he said that's just who he was. So Maya was just like, oh my God, that's amazing. Good story, right? Prince. Yeah, I know. What do you think he smelled like? He smelled good. Mm -hmm. Everything I've ever read about him, that Mm -hmm. he smelled... Probably, I just imagine like sandalwood and maybe vanilla and, I don't know, something fresh also. Kind of a lemony or citrusy. Mm-hmm. Bergamot. 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 Whatever know. that burger root is. B-E-R-G-A-M-O-T. Bergamot. 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 I should know. I went to the grass, you know, the you tour did. of the grass perfumery in France. So it's light kind of a citrus yes. scent. Bergamot. 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 Lori, I still have the perfume you brought home for me. From grass, from, from grass. that place yes. it, where they make 80% of the perfume. The Does flowers. perfume go bad? If you keep it in light or heat, okay. and if you haven't you're opened it. You're not supposed it, to keep it in your bathroom, I know, with no, humidity. No, you're not. Okay. But I maybe you might want to use it now, seven years later. Great. Tomorrow we've got a good a good book, one of the hot books of the summer. We're interviewing the author at 3.30 Friends and Strangers. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks, Holly. Thanks, Lori. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Fred Meyer, Simple Truth Turkey, or mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.